hello, what's crack a <laughs> It's Julia. I'm here to bring you the second episode of Tickle Me. Today, I'm going to be bringing you really interesting, cool, fun, exciting um, topics of conversation, such as vampires, being alone, and more. So yeah, let's just get going with um, the, f- the next three questions from the New York Times article, 36 Questions to Fall in Love. So the first one is take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Before I begin that, I do want to like give my wisdom about life stories. So I like went on a few backpacking trips um, and my trip guide on a couple of them, his name is Charlie and he was like, when you ask someone their life story, the things that they mention are usually the things that are like the most important to them. Um, and so like whatever they mention the most, like let's say they define their lives by like the relationships they've had or like, I don't know, like this year I won track. Like, I don't know, that means that you know that that thing is like more important to them and that's like what they think about more, which I think is really interesting and cool. And now I'm really like self-aware of it. So I don't really know if mine is totally, what's the word, like pure, um, but that's okay. So. I was born on April 9th, 2000. Um, The hospital I was born in was in Evanston, Illinois, but I lived in Chicago, and I still live in Chicago, um, on a house on the corner of Foam and Greenview. I don't live there anymore, but now you know where I used to live. And so, let's see. My house was across the street from a, a school with a playground, so I would always play in the playground um, with my friends, like in the summer, and I remember like going, I don't know, I, I do remember going, playing there in the, the nights in the summer, and then going to get ice cream from the ice cream truck that would always pass by the park, um, and I have this memory of my dad like teaching me the goodness of, of like the chocolate hard shell stuff that was awesome. Like when I was around three, I met my best friend in childhood, Mariella, and we stayed friends, like we're still friends, which is pretty cool. She's my longest friend. Um, (laughs) So when I was in preschool, I didn't talk to anybody but her. So my teacher literally thought that I could not talk um, for a bit. And that was wild. So I was really shy. But as I grew older, I definitely became less shy. Um, I don't know, I remember, like, once I got to eighth grade, I, like, had to be, like, removed from, like, sitting by certain people because I would talk to them and stuff when I was in church. So, because, you know, I went to a Catholic school, so that's a whole other thing. Oh, my gosh. I went to a Catholic school, so we went to church every Wednesday and blah, blah, blah when I was in second grade i announced to my parents that i didn't believe in god um and when i was in seventh grade i had to go through confirmation except i was like i don't believe in god why do i have to do this and um my mom maybe made me like talk to a priest about it it was a whole thing that i'll get into another time but 
yeah, that was crazy. And then high school happened, and I got into the high school that I tested that I wanted to go to. You have to take a test to get in, so I passed and stuff. And I made a lot of really nice friends, and it was like a wonderful experience. I had a great time in high school. Um, uh, it's kind of a blur now, honestly, but uh, I definitely like came to came into who I am a little bit more, like a lot a bit more. <laughs> um, and then I went to college. And I went to the University of Denver, and I was really sad, and I hated everyone. So I was like, I'm going to get the hell out of here. So I transferred to Fordham in Manhattan. So now I go to school there, um, and that's really nice. I will say, like, I uh, feel a little bit stagnant, stagnant, but I guess the quarantine is kind of... Um, <laughs> changing that up a little bit but yeah I'm just figuring out what I want to do now in Manhattan and I still don't really know what I'm going to do with my life but that's what right now is for I guess figuring it out um and I guess that's my life story kind of so um the next question is if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be I think that the ability I would want is like the ability to find people that would make great friends and also like be able to talk to them and create and develop that friendship because I feel like that's really hard to do, especially right now for me since I just switched schools. Um, so I think that that would be like the best, like the most helpful ability. And I know like I might have that inside myself already, but man, I just want that to be like tip top, top notch, really good, you know? So anyways, um, the next question is if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Um, I would not, I would not want to know because, um, I think knowing my future or someone else's future would just like completely mess with me and also probably mess with the future because as we know like going back and changing the past or like knowing the future and trying to change like the present so that the future is different never goes well always messes things up you know people die you die the apocalypse happens you know nothing good happens so um I would not want to know anything, is my answer. Okay, so those were the three questions I'm going to answer. And now I am going to talk about vampires, because let me tell you, I have been consuming vampire content. Um, <laughs> I'm watching the Vampire Diaries right now, um, and it's it's like fine like it's a tv show like whatever you know i don't know compared to twilight or something like the vampires and their abilities is all over the place like okay last year <laughs> last year in denver my friends and i watched like all of the twilight movies in like two nights and it was so fun and somehow like i know that the twilight movies and like books i mean i've seen and read them all um and they're, like, they're not good, but there's so much about them that just, 
Oh my gosh, like when you're, like when I was watching the Twilight movies, I could not take my eyes off the screen. And I am not someone who usually is like that. Like, historically, I have hated watching movies because, I don't know, like I, I, I think too much during the movie or I want to be doing something else. I feel like I'm wasting my time. But no, during the Twilight movies, I was entranced. In Twilight, they sparkled in the sunlight. That is the stupidest thing ever. Um, first of all, if I saw someone glittering in the sunlight, I don't think I would think anything of it because like makeup and like white people, you know what I mean? Like, come on. People put highlighter all over their skin. People put like self-tanning lotion. I'm pretty sure that stuff has sparkles in it, you know? So um, that's stupid. Also, like everyone knows like, the actual like vampire lore is that the sunlight hurts them. I feel like that's like very classic. Um, and in Vampire Diaries, they do that justice. Um, vampires do get hurt by sunlight. However, in the Vampire Diaries, they have like some of them, like the main characters, have special rings that protect them from the harmful rays of the sun, you know. And they don't burn when when the sun hits them and i think that's kind of dumb because honestly like these vampires already have so much going for them they're so strong they're so fast they like heal when they heal when people hurt them really fast um they can't be killed by like having their neck be snapped or anything it's like only a wooden stake or having their heart ripped out or having their head chopped off i think like the Vampire Diaries creators could have been like a little bit more risque with their vampire downfalls and I think they should have not had those magic ring things be in the show. But anyways, I digress. Like I said earlier, like their super speed thing and their super strength thing, like I get it and it makes sense but it's so funny to look at like when, <laughs> you know that scene in Twilight? when when uh, Bella finds out that Edward is a vampire and then he like picks her up and like speed runs up a mountain or something and then he sparkles um but anyway I think that's the funniest thing like when television shows and movies depict vampires doing their super speed um it just looks so dumb I don't know like I get it but I don't get it also why is there so much vampire content out there? You know, like, okay, there's like Vampire Diaries, Twilight, um, what is that called? Hid, like, sh hidden fig, no wait, that's, that's not it. Hidden Shadows or something, something like that. Um, there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's, there are other things too that I don't know. Also, oh my gosh, there was this book series that I read when I was, really young and it was really good honestly it was called vampires it was about um like basically the premise is that there were pirates but they were vampires they had people like that weren't vampires also on the ship that were their their they called them their donors i think um and they were just like the people they would feed on and stuff and um like the premise of the book is like the kids like there's like a girl and a boy and their siblings and their like their mom is like out of the picture and then they find out that their mom is like a donor to this pi to this pirate 
vampire <laughs> and then they find out that the vampire is actually their dad or something like that like it's crazy um and those books were great i loved them like that's the most original idea you know vampires being pirates and honestly like besides the sun thing and like their primal instincts because you know how like i feel like vampires they're very depicted as very animalistic creatures um because like they are you know and it's funny because like when you're when you're a vampire and you're just like on a boat you can't do any of that you're just like there like you can't escape i'm sure you can swim or whatever but still um although it does make sense because i feel like having those those qualities uh does make you it does make you a very good pirate so that's pretty cool another thing that seems to be a trend in vampire content is like the pairing of vampires and werewolves um it happens in both twilight and in vampire diaries and um i just don't really know why like i don't really see the appeal like yeah rivalry like i guess like vampires are really hot and like werewolves are really hot um, but it's really weird, and, like, they're so different, too, like, I don't know, I was talking to my friend the other day about how Renesmee, okay, this is, like, deep Twilight content, um, so I'm sorry if you're not a fan, but, so Renesmee, which is Bella and Edward's child, and Jacob, who's the werewolf, like, they, like, he, Jacob imprints on, on Renesmee, so, like, eventually they're going to be a couple which is really like fucked up but um <laughs> so you're we like okay so like can they reproduce because jacob is were werewolves can reproduce that's like a genetic gene but vampires that's not genetic they can't reproduce because like it it spreads by bite right so, but renesmee renesmee is half vampire half human so she's got like human qualities but she also has vampire qualities. I don't really know how it works. So that, does that mean that she can reproduce, but can she only reproduce with a human or with another like half vampire, half human? Like, okay, cause I'm thinking about this from the biological perspective, right? So like um, mules, right? Mules are the, I think that's the animal, a cross between a donkey and a horse. They, they cannot reproduce. They will live, but they will not ha have more mules. You can only have a mule by breeding a horse and a donkey. So is it the same with vampires and humans? Like, like Bella is, so like a human and a vampire can reproduce and have like a half and half, but can that half and half reproduce with another half an hour like you know what i mean you know you see what it, you see where i'm going here it just doesn't add up we don't know and i really want to know um i'm sure fanfiction.net has a lot to say about this um but i will not be investigating for obvious reasons so that's my vampire segment um i'm sure that i will revisit that topic but now i'm gonna get a little bit more serious I'm going to talk about like being alone and loneliness because I feel as though there's a lot to this to this pretty penny here, all right? I will say like personally, I was in a relationship for like 
all of high school basically so I never really learned how to be alone because I already always had like a person to, to talk to a person to call when I wasn't feeling like happy or anything or um like there's always someone there you know so you're never completely cut off from communication and like I don't know personally I do feel like kind of cut off from communication from my like friends um you know that's that's how I feel but um like I don't have like a specific friend that I always text or anything like that's not really who I am or maybe that's just not really where I am in my friendships right now which is fine I was um eventually single for the first time in like three four years or something so I like didn't know what to do I I spent like this summer this past summer like learning how to be alone with myself for the first time and that was crazy because once you learn how to be alone with yourself it's just like so fun <laughs> like I can just like make jokes I can like just chill draw something also just like being with your thoughts it's quite vulnerable being with yourself even though you're not showing anyone else yourself you're just showing yourself yourself but you know what i mean um so yeah that's like pretty cool it's pretty fun however being lonely is another thing and like you can be alone and you can feel lonely but you can also be with friends and feel lonely that's something I've also kind of discovered about myself is that I like recently have felt very lonely even when I'm with my friends um, and I don't know really like what that means like in terms of my friendships and you know if I need to like move on or whatever make new friends but um or, or like patch up the friendships I have you know I don't know but um like finding yourself feeling lonely when you're surrounded by people is really interesting to think about um, and I don't really know what to do about it <laughs> but it's something that I feel all the time and I think especially you know when like you're like talking to a bunch of people and you're listening and you're like responding in your head but you you don't um, like actually talk out loud like sometimes when I don't talk out loud I feel lonely when I'm not engaged in the in the discourse that's going on before me like it's my choice but I also sometimes can feel lonely I do think that it's important to feel lonely though like if you never feel lonely you're obviously like I don't know something's up maybe the, maybe if you're like religious you never never feel lonely but I don't know I think that's like fake news <laughs> but i like i definitely think it's important to like feel lonely because then you know what to do like you know what i mean i feel like it's it's sort of similar to it's it's important to feel pain or like because if you don't feel pain then like something like worse is going to happen or you won't know how to deal with pain when you do feel it like you know that that thing where that girl was born without like nerves or something so she like doesn't feel pain and so she would like accidentally stick her hand in boiling water and like not feel anything that her skin would like blister but she would be fine she'd be walking weird because she broke a bone but she didn't feel pain so like she was didn't think anything was wrong but like in the long run like if she hadn't done anything about it her body would have been fucked up that kind of thing so 
I, I definitely think of my life as an equation and I'm gonna break that down a little bit, but basically it's not like I see my whole life as like one equation, but like every day is an equation or like I think of all the things that I do in like a robotic way. So, so kind of like, I would say kind of like having a to-do list is sort of how I think about it. So like when the equation part comes in, it's, it's when I didn't do something. If X is like my completed day, like X minus one equals so okay, hold on. I haven't I haven't done math in a hot sec, but <laughs> so like if I didn't go on a run, I feel off. I feel bad. Like I would think in my head, oh, I did this thing, which equals how I feel now, like that, you know. Before the quarantine, especially, I thought of every day as I had a, a quota to fill for my social interactions. If I, if I see someone and I have a full conversation with them, that partly fills it. If I hang out with people for X amount of hours, then it is fulfilled. And I don't feel satisfied until I reach it. And then I would say that, like in terms of my whole life, I don't think of it as an equation. I think of it as just like, I don't know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, like a cliff or something. I think of it like a cliff. So like right now I'm like kind of walking, walking towards the cliff and I'm always, I think I'm just constantly just walking towards the edge of the cliff, but I never actually jump off the cliff because it's like the road, it's, it's when you're walking towards someone, so when you're walking towards something and you, you think you see the end of it, but it just never comes. It's like that kind of. So like, I don't know, I'm in college right now, but like I'm walking towards the cliff and I guess that cliff is like past, everything past college or like my last semester of school because I might not do that. I might like do like a backpacking thing in like New Zealand or something instead. Um, and so that's like the next like big decision I have to make. So that's like the cliff. Um, and so I don't think of my life as an equation because it's open-ended. And I think a lot of people definitely do think of their lives as an equation when it comes to like go to college or like go to high school, maybe maybe go to college depending on where you grow up, but like go to college, graduate, get a job, get married, have kids. Like I don't really think of it like that. I honestly like I thought about having kids too and stuff and that kind of in like getting married. And like I expect that I will do those things. But I don't have a programmed time to do that, you know? I just, that's that's in the abyss, you know, like that's off the cliff. Um, so who the hell knows like what I'm gonna be doing? Um, I certainly don't. <laughs> so with that, um, that's gonna be kind of the end of my episode for today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. I know it was very specific content, but you know what? That's fine. If you liked this episode, if you're interested in hearing what I have to say in the future, um, definitely follow me on SoundCloud. If you want, you can like this audio file. I don't really know how it works. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is oldkerm, O-L-D-K-E-R-M. Um, if you know me, which I think you all know me, um, please, like, if there's something that you want me to talk about, like, text me or, like, 
DM me on Instagram or something and like let me know because I really want to know what everyone wants to hear. Um, like I know what I want to say, but I want to know what everyone else also wants me to say. So that's something that you could do. And I also like maybe want to do an advice episode. So like if you have like questions that you want me to answer, oh my gosh, please send them my way. So yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Make sure you get in your your queue walk. Um, and I'll I'll uh, catch you catch you on the flip side. Bye.